Welcome to the What Do We Call This podcast. We're Alexa and Michelle, two friends in their 20s navigating adulthood, relationships, and the highs and lows of every stage of life. From getting laid off from a job to breaking down the latest reality TV show episode, each week you'll be ready for more awkward, raw, candid content. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the What Do We Call This podcast. Today, Alexa and I are going to be doing part two to the health podcast that we recorded last week. Um, So go ahead and go check out that episode if you haven't listened to that yet. This episode might be a little bit confusing. Maybe not. I don't really know what we're going to be chatting about yet. We both... (laughs) We both hopped on the call and we were like, so we're not prepared at all. So I guess the words will just flow out of our mouths as they come to us. The good thing is that this is a topic that's been like brewing in my mind since the beginning of time. So um, there's definitely some specific things I would like to get into. And most of that has to do with like societal expectations and whatnot, but We'll take that as it comes. And first, Michelle, do you have highs and lows for this week? Um, yeah. Okay. So my high, I guess I I mean it's not really for the week, but I guess for the month is that we found out that we're moving to Minneapolis in January. I can finally share that info now. Um, so that's pretty exciting. It's also sad at the same time to leave New Orleans, but I'm excited to go to Minneapolis. Not excited about the cold weather. Um, I'm visiting this weekend, and I just looked at the weather, and the high for uh, Friday and Saturday is like something unreal. 16 degrees. Oh, man. What the is low it in is New like five, right five degrees. <laughs> Oh my God. What is the temp in New Orleans right now? Like how? Okay. Well, it's pretty chilly here. It is 59. Oh. <laughs> no, like I'm wearing, a sweatshirt. Okay. I'm wearing a sweatshirt and sweatpants right now and I've got fuzzy slippers on and like I'm cold. I'm very excited to see how I'm you're like, going to go. I'm so screwed. Like I don't. I don't even know what I'm going to pack. And, you know, we have never done an episode on airline travel, which is our goal to do on some point. But I am a carry-on only kind of gal. And so now I'm thinking, like, how do I even shove sweaters and coats and boots and stuff into a carry-on? Like, am I going to have to pay for a freaking check bag just because it's going to be five degrees there? I don't know what I'm going to do. The only advice I can offer is to wear as many layers as you can, but I don't That's know. I look was so ridiculous. Like I'm leaving New Orleans <laughs> where it's 60 degrees and I like show up to the airport and like, like, um, like a Joke kid that's like friends. wobbling around. <laughs> uh, there's an episode of Friends where Joey puts on a ton of Chandler's clothes and I'm going to send you a gift of it because I feel like that's what I'm envisioning you in Minneapolis. I'm just envisioning those, um, you probably don't know this reference, but the Marlin sleep suits that babies wear that like keeps oh, yeah, their yeah, arms yeah. and legs out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be me. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. I'll have to recap yeah. it next week. Yeah. Okay. So my low, again, this is really just generic for the month, is that we have to sell our house. And this is like the favorite, my favorite place that I've ever lived in, in 
I don't know. Well, I, I could probably say like my life, maybe my favorite house that I've lived in. I just love it so much. It has so much character. It's so cute. We're never going to find a house like this again. And I'm really happy for whoever is going to buy this house. I'm it's so sad so to to leave it. The house just has so much character. It's so me, like the styles in here, like dark and I don't know. There's like random accent walls and stuff. And it's just, it's the best house ever. It's been it's been great. So that's my low is the fact that I have to prepare this house to sell it. And I'm going through all of our, like all of our junk in our closets basically and getting rid of stuff. And my husband's a hoarder, so um, he's not letting me get rid of anything that he owns. Um, so yeah, this process is probably going to suck over the next couple of months. Moving anytime is just not fun. So i don't envy yeah. you with that. That's going to be rough. But sad, but exciting. It's a whole new adventure. I'm excited. I probably won't feel excited until the summertime, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you will um, relate more with Milo once you move is that the seasonal depression is just creeping right in. I this week. I'm like, I need a four hour nap every single day to function. And the darkness, like the gray skies, it's all just really piling on. And we were spoiled in Ohio last week. We had a few 70 degree days and it just did a 180 and I'm feeling it. So, you know, I don't think that cold weather makes me sad i think it's the sun setting at five o'clock that really does it to me because i was just thinking about um i went on a walk this weekend with my dog and it was it was chilly for me okay and i was wearing like my puffy coat out and everything and it was fine because like i didn't really mind the fact that it was cold but the fact that it's the sun freaking sets at five o'clock it like makes you want to go to bed at seven literally i can't i cannot get my body used to this new sleeping schedule like i get exhausted at like six seven p.m now it sucks yeah i'm having a really hard time adjusting this year too and i'm just like when are we gonna do away with this i thought that was supposed to happen But it turns out that politicians just really want us to suffer in any way that we can. (laughs) So (laughs) that is what it feels like. Yes. I mean, truly, it is torture. I don't understand why this is still happening. It doesn't make any sense to me. The gray skies in Ohio, though, is like, oh, it's like really the icing on the cake, too. Like, it's really unfair that Ohio gets gray skies all winter. I think if you guys had sunny skies, but it was cold, like you would feel better. I could totally handle that. But it's like, (laughs) Ohio is not like the worst place to live. And we're very lucky in the fact that like we get occasional tornadoes, but like no real natural disasters or hurricanes or anything. But the natural disaster for Ohio is just the six months of gray skies starting in like Mm -hmm. October and it's so so depressing and I feel like I really understood how depressing that was when I moved down here and I was like oh I didn't really get seasonal depression down here and I think it's because it stays sunny year-round I mean 
it probably helps that it doesn't really get that cold here, but it's sunny in the winter time every day. And I think that that really helps. Yeah. I, that definitely makes is it, a difference. Is it gray there right now? Yeah, it is. And I'm so ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to be like in a cocoon for the winter. So anyways, I'll move on to some things that are a little more positive. Well, I've got a couple highs. Um, one, of course, I'm done with my old job and I can confirm after the past few weeks that I definitely made the right call leaving. So I feel good about that. But then another fun thing is probably my high for the week. I went to pay my like home and auto insurance policy for the year and I went online and it said my balance was zero. And I was like, well, that's not right because I haven't paid it yet. So I called the office and they were like, yeah, we received a check for the payment in full on October 11th. And I'm like, okay. And I look back, I did not send in a check. My parents didn't send in a check. Nate didn't send. No one. I have no idea who paid for this, but it wasn't me. What? I'm, Wait, that makes no sense. That has to be a mistake. Yeah, it has to be. But like, I'm not gonna say anything else. Is that bad? You're not. You're not gonna ask who wrote the check. Can you do that? I mean, I'm not. I don't want them to know that it's a mistake. Because <laughs> then, if they're like, "Oh, actually, this is the, a check for the wrong policy" or something like that, they're gonna be like, "You owe us." Wait, that's so bizarre. Isn't it weird? I can't figure it out. But I'm like, that just saved me several hundred dollars. So weird. (laughs) Watch next week. I'm going to come back and it'll be like, I owe them that and a late fee or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to get sued. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The police are actually on their way as the episode has been released. (laughs) Right. So can't figure that out, but I'll take it. Okay. So weird. For me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's get into health. I mean, this week I want to talk more about body image. I feel like there's been a movement lately of body positivity. And I've seen a couple things just like on social media about how unrealistic it can be sometimes to be totally body positive. And I just think that that's almost like a new standard that women, especially, I mean, obviously not limited to just women, but we're expected to hold. Like if we don't fit society's expectations of an ideal body or ideal physical appearance, we're supposed to just accept that and be like, well, I love my cellulite or I love my big nose or I love my like hooded eyelids or whatever. And I just think that's so stupid. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I think that's a good point you were saying. I don't really know like the road that somebody takes to you know, accept the changes that they can't make in themselves. But I think that it's healthy to be able to like aim for something better in a healthy way, you know, like not like kill yourself over it. Right. Which I agree with that. 
But I think there's such a fine line between like body positivity and reality. And Mm. like people have started the conversation about body neutrality, which I feel like is a much more realistic standard for people to have where it's like, yeah, I don't love this part of me, but like I'm cool with living with it. Like I'm not going to shame myself or focus on that insecurity for the rest of my life and let it hinder me. So I don't know. That's just something that's been on my mind recently, especially like for me personally, (laughs) there's a lot that I'm not happy with right now. And it's really hard to accept. And I think a lot of it stems from the fact that I don't feel great either. Like if I felt healthy internally and you know, had like all this energy and felt like I was, I was functioning at my best. That would be one thing, but I'm not. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like fall into the depths of depression over it, but I also am not going to like put on this facade for people and be like, I love this about myself when I really don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's like something that really matters is like, if you're like you said, if you're not feeling good internally, then it's okay to not feel good about yourself outwardly too, I th- I would think. Um, like what I was saying last week is that I am like critical of my own body as well, but like noticing all the positive internal changes has made me be able to accept that and be able to move on. Whereas you're in a different stage of like, you're still you know, panicking a little bit of what's going on with you and you haven't really found answers yet. And so that's making you really stressed out and unhappy with how things are going. Right. Yeah. So I just think it needs to be like a more open conversation. And I feel like, again, we're as a whole society and women especially are starting to focus more on that and like be a little more open about it. But it's just, it's hard because like, It's also such a weird thing right now where like, you know, growing up, I feel like there were very defined, almost like numbers and standards that people would fall into. Like you're either really thin or you're plus size and it would be like so black and white for a lot of people. And right now I like don't know where I fall and I'm having like an identity crisis. Um, over it and it's also very concerning that like Benspo is kind of coming back oh my god I was wondering if you're gonna chat about this um but yes extremely extremely concerning I can't did I send you the reel that somebody talked about that with the magazine I think so Yeah, yeah yeah she was saying how harmful it was that it's coming back in um they used to refer to it as heroin chic. And I'm like, why is that something that we're striving for? Yeah, what? That's like the worst phrase possible. Like, that's terrible. And yeah. I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to try to lighten a phrase about addiction because that's a very serious issue too. Um, but yeah, I'm like heroin chic, that just looks unhealthy. Why is that something that people are reaching for again, like they were into the early 2000s. Yeah, it's wild. 
and skinny does not equal healthy either which is like i don't know something that people struggle with in general in society Mm -hmm. is thinking that you have to you know be a certain weight in order to be healthy in your skin but i don't that's not true (laughs) it's not true at all because we i mean we know people who are skinny that have had a ton of health issues Um, yeah i think it would surprise people to know too like i'm sure they see someone and they're like oh my god i like i would kill for that kind of weight loss or whatever and um it actually kind of reminds me of a story which like i used to work at this place and one of our coworkers who was like pretty overweight um for the several years I had known her, started rapidly losing weight. And someone said to her, like, hey, what have you been doing? Like, you're losing all this weight, which is a whole nother topic. And she didn't really say anything. And, like, come to find out she had cancer. (gasps) And that's why she was losing weight. Wow. Yeah. And it was, like, kind of eye-opening, I think, for everyone once we – because I was close to a lot of the girls in the office. And once we kind of – like heard that story it just is a reminder that like you should never ever comment on someone's weight because you really have Mm -hmm. no idea what they're going through you know yeah and um this also reminds me of someone that we know that was losing weight um and getting comments on like wow you look so good and internally they were extremely stressed and anxious and um, that's like the reason that they were losing weight. Like it wasn't in a healthy way of like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm working hard towards the goal. It was like, they had a lot going on mentally. That was like allowing them to like not be hungry and not eat and whatnot. So yeah, just never comment on somebody's weight unless you like really know them individually and know that like they've been working towards this goal in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like you shouldn't comment on weight loss or, I mean, everyone knows not to comment on weight gain really, but. <laughs> oh, my grandpa doesn't. <laughs> well, family members are a little family bit member, My family they, members do not. They've got no filter, man. They just say what's on their mind. <laughs> oh my God. Oh uh, yeah. That's a whole nother topic. Um, but yeah, I just think it serves as a good reminder. Like you truly don't know what people are going through and. I too have had to like change my mentality because like no shade to my parents. They're great people, but you know, like some of my family members will openly comment on like, Oh, they don't look so good or, Oh, they've gained a lot of weight. And growing up hearing that, that's kind of like, I've almost been conditioned to judge people like that when they look drastically different. And I've had to flip that mindset, especially being the one going through that now. And so now I'm like, if I kind of jump to judge someone based on like a change in their appearance, I check myself. There could be a million things that that person's going through. Yeah. Healthy or I think unhealthy. Th- I mean, know. I think years ago, if I would have seen somebody gain a bunch of weight, I would have been like, oh my God, what are they like eating donuts and shit every day? Mm-hmm. But now when I see somebody, it's more of like coming from a place of concern. Like, I hope they're okay and not going through anything 
physically like any sort of diseases or illnesses or mental issues or anything like now I realize that a lot of times like weight gain and weight loss is like something internally wrong going on with your body or you know maybe mental health issues and so I feel like now like I can look at somebody who is going through that and like be like really concerned with the state that they're in as opposed to judging them like wow they're probably just eating like McDonald's every day (laughs) right like we I feel like everyone is probably guilty at some point and their lives of seeing someone gain a bunch of weight and associating it immediately with laziness and quote unquote, letting themselves go. And that's just so far from the truth for most people too. Um, So I think that's just- And a lot of laziness, quote unquote, I feel like we now know as a society is like really um, a mask for depression- Anyways, mm-hmm. did I say that? Did I say that phrase right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah. You know, I can't. You know, I don't have a way with words. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, most people who lose their motivation, ambition, motivation, yeah. whatever, it's like stemmed from depression. So yeah, totally. Just want to like also make note, like not to call people lazy. There are genuine lazy people out there. Like I do know that, but a lot of times if you see like a sudden shift in behaviors from somebody, it could be like something totally different. Yeah. Just want to point that out because I have not felt like working out in the last like three years in general since I've moved to New Orleans. I thought you were going to say like three weeks. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because you still work out. It's no, not I like still you just- do. It's just um, my behavior about it changed a lot. Like I used to see it as a necessity like for um, my mental health and I would want to work out like pretty much every single day. Um, now I kind of see it as a burden in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is fine. I, th- I think that's totally fair. Like especially – going through such like physical turmoil. I don't know what else to really call it, but <laughs> but like going through all these obstacles with your physical and like emotional health, like we've talked about in part one, I think it's totally normal and like acceptable and almost expected to have these ebbs and flows of your relationship with like food, working out, your mental state, you know, like that's not always going to be something that's totally consistent. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I've just found since moving here that I enjoy walking. So I do make sure that I go on a walk. Like I pretty much do like six out of seven days of the week. If I get a walk in, I feel like so much better about not actually working out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I still try to work out like two days a week, three days a week. But yeah, Alexa knows me in my past. I was like obsessed with the gym. So we were doing two days. It's weird to like reflect on and look back at that. And I think like some parts of that were healthy and some parts of that weren't. But I try not to like get sad about the fact that I was like, really into health and fitness and everything um years ago and now I'm not as much. 
But I will say my focus on food is so much greater than it ever was in the past. So I think maybe it kind of shifted from like working out to eating. I I like love cooking so much. Um, I also do love eating out, but I love making meals at home all the time. So my husband eats well, just saying. If you're listening to this, you know, you're lucky. You're lucky <laughs> to be married to this. Oh, my God. I made my boyfriend dinner, which I don't – I'm trying to get back into cooking, but I don't love it right now. I used to cook a lot more, and I just – I don't know. I have, like, a weird hatred of cooking at this moment. So it takes a lot for me to, like, make a whole-ass meal and not just, like, you know, throw something together, like, easy, like, salmon. So Friday, I made this gluten-free, dairy-free, cauliflower tikka masala dish. I was, like, so excited about, slaved away for an hour, and my boyfriend comes over, and I had told him I was making it, and he goes, yeah, I hate cauliflower. Like, as (laughs) as we sit down to eat, and I was like... Excuse me. And like, he goes, You didn't want to mention this like a few hours ago. Right. And he goes, Yeah, this whole recipe just seems a little too easy to me. I was like, Okay, well, have fun at Arby's and I'll just eat the leftovers. Wait, did he like it though? No, he hated it. Oh, shoot. Well, did you like it? That's all that matters. Yeah, I ate it for two days because there was a lot left. <laughs> Whatever, he um, can make his own dinner. Bye, Nate. <laughs> right. Like, I'm clearly not bothered by it at all. <laughs> but, so this is why you hate cooking. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, that is exactly why. So, you know, still on the hunt for recipes that we can both enjoy, but whatever. He doesn't cook for me, so... I don't want to hear it. Okay, you got to start a recipe binder, man. All the cool kids are doing it. You did that for your bridal shower, right? Huh? No, I didn't. No, 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 no. Steph did. My other friend, Steph, had, I think, on their her bridal shower RSVP, um, there was a little did card. You write, write a you recipe. Wrote down, yeah, wrote down a recipe, and I thought that was the cutest idea ever. Okay, I think that's super cute, too, but moving yeah. – Moving forward after the bridal shower, though, I don't like that concept because if I find a recipe that I like online, I'm not going to spend the time to write it out on a piece of paper. Like, that's just not who I am. I would rather print out the piece of paper and then put it in a binder, which is why I started my recipe binder versus those little (laughs) recipe books that people get at bridal showers. They're like the little postcard size pieces of paper. So then you're just like stuck writing your recipes on a postcard for I mean, eternity. you don't have to. You can move on to like <laughs> – like you're not forced yeah, for the probably, of eternity. You probably get like a cute little like box that all the postcards in and yeah. you like want to keep that box and you want to grow your recipe book because you probably only realistically got like 10 recipes, right? So now you have a full empty box of all these <laughs> recipe cards and you're like, yeah, I want to keep writing on them. But that would be super annoying to me because I'm not going to write on a postcard. Like I'd rather print it out, laminate it in like a laminating <laughs> sheet and put it in a binder. <laughs> 
I mean, you could like, like. I'm sure somebody listening will agree with me. Okay. <laughs> I cannot believe we're having this conversation. This is like so specific, but I'm really passionate about my recipe binder book. What you could do is like <laughs> copy and paste that recipe into a small font word document and print it no. out and then glue it. No, onto I know where you're going with this. No. <laughs> There's also a lot of recipes that would not fit on a po- on a postcard. And like, what if I printed out really small font like you're talking about? And then 20 years from now, my eyesight goes to shit. And I'm like, what does this say? And I can't read it because it's so tiny. Sometimes you need a full like eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper to describe the steps of a recipe. Okay. Well, to each their own. I don't know how to <laughs> You agree with me. You just don't want to say it. No, I do agree. But I also thought that was just like a really adorable idea. No, Anyways, it's, it's a super cute idea. That's just not for me. I'm more of a binder gal. <laughs> oh my God. I'm more practical versus cute, which we have discovered before. Like, yes. hence, the, hence the fashion episode that we and did. And the Birkenstocks. The... The hoodies, the sweatpants, all that. Anyways, I don't even know where that conversation started and where okay. it was going. But I... I'll make this make sense. Okay. So <laughs> if you're struggling with cooking like Alexa and you're like, this is just so boring. It's time consuming. I just need to cook to eat. I think you need to work on like reframing something, like reframing what that means and like – get yourself passionate about making food again. Not saying that everybody needs to be like passionate about cooking, but I think if you're somebody who's struggling with it and you're in and you're resulting to eating out because of this, then I think that you could work on shifting your mindset about it and say um maybe like for for you for instance, maybe you make like a lot of com- a lot of people commonly make like a protein and a vegetable and like some sort of carb. Like maybe they'll do like chicken, potatoes, veggies, and then swap that out for salmon, potatoes, veggies, rice, like whatever it is. And to me, that sounds so fucking bland. Like if I had to eat like that the rest of my life, of course I would want to go out to a restaurant. Like there's no way I could live like that. So I think if you're struggling, if you're one of these people who like, yeah, that's what I eat every day. I think if you work at like slowly changing um, some of those cooking habits. So maybe like one day a week you find a fun recipe that's like something fun, like ramen or like cauliflower tiki masala. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or like enchiladas or like something to like kind of switch up your life. And I realized that cooking those um, like the fish and veggies, like I just mentioned, is like the easiest, quickest thing for a lot of people. But there are recipes out there that are like just as quick and easy and taste a thousand times better. I think when you get to the point where food is actually tasting really good from these recipes that you're finding, it encourages you to further like enhance your cooking skills and look for more fun recipes. And then you get into a rhythm of like trying out new recipes all the time, saving them in your binder book and then (laughs) going back to them. Um, And it just becomes really fun. Like that's the point in my life that I'm at right now because I did used to be that person who just made like fish and veggies and rice and ate that. And that would never be me again. Like, of course we do that occasionally for like really quick dinner nights where we don't have anything in the fridge. 
Um, but for the most part, like I'm making something fun and not bland every single week. Um, this week, I just made a creamy chicken and um, polenta and corn um, dish this week. It was so, so good. Ooh, that sounds good. That's great advice. I think I'm hoping, especially now that I have more time at home, I will kind of fall a little more in line with that. And Yeah, I, I think your life's about to drastically change now that you'll be remote full-time. God bless it. Um, yeah. Also, just like another tip for people out there who are struggling with meal prepping and stuff, um, I will – this is like so lazy because I work from home. Um, but I will order grocery pickup from Whole Foods um, like on a weekly basis. I don't – I kind of stopped doing this because I got my new car and I like driving my new car. But for the last couple of years, we were ordering Whole Foods pickup and I would spend maybe like 15, 20 minutes finding either a recipe out of my binder that I wanted to recreate or a new recipe. And then I would make the grocery list on Amazon and like put everything in the cart, check out, and then it's ready a couple of hours later. And then you just drive and pick it up and it's like a five minute process. It's super, super easy. And I know Kroger does like Kroger pickup and mm -hmm. other grocery stores do that too, like with Instacart and stuff. Um, so that definitely like takes away the stress of actually going to the grocery store because I think people like really get overwhelmed there. Yeah, I think that is like my number one problem right now is I truly have always loathed grocery shopping and I don't know what it is, but it is like the way people, a lot of people feel about working out, that's how I feel about grocery shopping. Like I have to mentally prepare myself to get ready and go and actually do it. And so that's a, that's a really good tip. Um, I'll definitely be utilizing that more. And also or if, if you, if you can't, like, let's say you don't want to pay for the fees for pickup or whatever. You also could just work on, like, creating the grocery list on your phone before you get there. And that always makes things, mm -hmm. like, super quick to be in and out. So if I have a list created beforehand, and I do, like, the checkmark list in my notes app on my phone. Me too. I order it by, like, how I'm going to walk through the store. Yep. And that makes it super easy to be in and out in, like, 10, 15 minutes versus not yeah. making a list. And you're like, what do I need? <laughs> Yeah. And I find that if you don't make a list, then you're left kind of, oh my God, like a couple weeks ago, I bought two giant things of mushrooms, like a whole head of broccoli. I have no idea why, or I don't remember saving a recipe for those, but that's what happens when I wonder the grocery store without a set list and like set ingredients for specific recipes I just end up buying things and I'm like what are these for again so yes so that, sometimes that I have happen. to like sometimes at the bottom of the checklist like in my notes app I so I write out everything and at the bottom I write like what I'm which making. recipe I'm, like, I'm making I'm doing enchiladas <laughs> and I'm doing this and I'm doing this so that I don't forget because I'll do the same thing I'm like why did I buy this yeah yeah, I'm still like on a mission to figure out what recipes I can make using a whole head of broccoli and like two pounds of mushrooms. So if anyone has recommendations, let me know. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know, but you can add, you could add mushrooms to your eggs in the morning. 
There's I can't have something. eggs anymore. That's the other oh, thing. Right. I you guys, I got my um my lab tests back. I did a GI map and a food sensitivity test, and I'm having a crisis right now because my food sensitivity test showed that I have high reactions to eggs, dairy, and garlic. And I'm like, well, there goes my entire diet. Like if salmon was on there. Overall, your test was like more elevated than a normal person too. Like all of the markers that were low, like should have been pretty much close to zero. I forgot to tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that. I think that once you get your other test interpreted, was that the GI map one? Yeah. Yeah. Once you get that interpreted, I think that that will like maybe help you get answers. But I really think that like you've got a lot going on internally that you need to fix because I don't, there's no way you're (laughs) sensitive to like all of that stuff. Well, I found my new low for the week. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we can cut this part out if you want. (laughs) No, I mean... It's the harsh reality of trying to figure out what's going on in your body. So, yeah, um, it's definitely very enlightening. But I do have a call with a health coach Friday to go over my results yeah. and figure out how to navigate that. So I feel like that's – I mean, I we talked about functional medicine last week a lot. But I think that's a really important step in, like, trying to optimize your health and your body and – how it operates. Yeah. So yeah, work in progress. Well, this turned into like a, a grocery store tip episode, grocery shopping tips episode. Yeah. Okay. Should we just run with some more like general health tips? I don't know. What else you got? I can't think of anything. <laughs> okay. I've got some. Um, so I've been like very into Ayurvedic, like Indian medicine practices, you know, like adding turmeric to every recipe I can or like lymphatic drainage and all that. And I think one thing that everyone needs to be doing that is not talked about enough is tongue scraping. If you don't have a tongue scraper, go buy one on Amazon because it's supposed to really help what kind of bacteria goes into your system too, because there's so much like bacteria and whatnot on your tongue. I just feel like it's a quick 10 second thing that can really improve your health. And you can Google, like I'll post some resources or articles about tongue scraping and the benefits of it. But I think things like that are just like really good for everyone's overall health. It's really great for oral care and um, it's good for your system. So I would recommend that. And then like Michelle said, going for walks. I'm loving that hot girl walks are a trend now because I think it's so important for people to get away from the mindset that you have to be doing an hour long hit workout in order for it to count as exercise. And that's something that I've had to like retrain myself to think, but going for like a mile, two mile walk a day can be so much better for you. And you're not putting all that additional stress and enhancing your cortisol levels with like a hardcore cardio workout. Um, And I know we touched on that a little bit last week too, but I just want to hammer that little tidbit home. 
Mm-hmm. It also just helps to be outside daily, um, especially mm-hmm. for you guys stuck in winter seasons. Yeah. Like you probably don't get out of the house that much. And you will come to realize when you work from home full time, it's like even more important to get outside daily. Um, especially like because you won't be in communication with anybody in person, which can like really, really, uh, what do I want to say? I was going to say like drain. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say drain people, but that's the opposite. Yeah. It can take a toll on people to like not see people in person all the time. Whenever I start to feel like a little bit down, I'm like, I just need to go to a coffee shop. That's what I need to do is like hang out Mm -hmm. with people and get outside and go for walks and stuff so yeah even if it's cold get get your butt outside and go on a walk unless it's five degrees then you don't have to do that but (laughs) yeah come talk to us when it's 16 degrees in minneapolis (laughs) and then we'll see if you want to leave the house in february i'm gonna be like guys i haven't left my house in three weeks Oh my God, I can't wait for these updates. It'll be interesting. But no, yeah, again, that's really good advice. And um, I think health is so much more like like holistic than people even realize until they start researching and, you know, doing their own digging about it. Yeah, it's not just like what you're eating and how you're exercising. It's all these other things too. Yeah. It's like so wild to even talk about this because – like, you know, eight years ago, I would have not even considered anything that we're discussing in this episode. And last week's episode, I was just, you know, busy living my life, going to class every day, like not really a care in the world. I mean, <laughs> and now, think- now I'm like, I've got to do my breathing exercise. I've got to <laughs> do my daily little walk. <laughs> and I've got to get in my 16 ounces of water now. <laughs> Uh, I still think 16 is not enough, but that's just me. That's yeah. right. You're right. It's probably like 60. You're so, yeah, Guys, you're so you know I don't drink water. I don't know. <laughs> I'm taking a sip of my water right now. <laughs> Everyone go drink your water. Go do your hot girl walk. Go tongue scrape and, you know, live your life. Um, I don't yeah. know. Oh, also on the – back to the tips um, – what, uh, what is the little like stuff that you can put in your bath? Epsom the salts. salts. Epsom salts. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. 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 Okay. Those are supposedly really good for you. I bought a huge bag like two months ago and I've taken one bath, but it's on my to-do list <laughs> <laughs> to start taking weekly baths. It's like really hard for me to sit and do nothing though. My like type A personality is like I've got to be productive in everything that I do um so sitting in a bath and like staring at the wall is like not fun for me but well I think to-do list. reading a book is a good way to you know occupy your time in the bath Chasing but the time. yeah yeah I will warn people though that you know there have been a few times in the past couple years where I've been in a phase where every other day I take a long bath and that can be a breeding ground for UTIs. So, you know, just be careful. Ew. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like bacteria thrives in like hot, wet, like areas. All right. Well, good to know. Don't take an hour long bath like Alexa apparently was doing. I genuinely was. It was 
I did whatever self-care okay <laughs> we can move on <laughs> I don't know do we even address the Pete Davidson rules <laughs> I just, oh my god you guys it's escalated really rapidly <laughs> we're getting troll comments multiple times a day on our video talking about how we don't think we Pete, just Pete Davidson is hot or like worthy of the girls he gets we didn't and even people- really say that though in the episode. Like we didn't make a comment on his appearance directly. We just kind of indirectly suggested that that's what we were talking about. But we it was more we literally of like, we're said- just dumbfounded as to why he's so famous and like how he's getting to date all these like ten out of tens. Like it blows my mind. Well, and like we talked about how like how is he worthy of going to the moon? You know. Which mm-hmm. I think is a totally fair question. People I think are it's a total fair question. So angry about if it. If someone picked me to go to the moon, you guys <laughs> would say the same thing. Like, why is Michelle worthy of going to the moon? And I would yeah. agree. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, why you you have no background in like aerospace anything? Yeah. <laughs> right. why, why would anyone pick you or me to go to the moon? And why would anyone pick Pete Davidson? I don't understand it. Anyways, but, guys, we got so much hate on that reel that we actually just today turned <laughs> the comments off because we were like, stop defending this man. It was so ridiculous. It's so and crazy. All the – I will say all the people that commented, though, were like weirdos. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> They're little men with micro penises that look like okay. they pass out their mixtapes on the streets and put promo pieces of paper in windshields at a football game have you ever had yeah, that happen jay breezy yeah. jay <laughs> jay breezy go listen to our first dates episode if you don't know what we're referring to but anyways i don't know it's it started out very hilarious now it's just gotten to be too much so no, it's like we just, weeks and weeks later and we're still getting comments and we're like okay like the initial comments were like didn't care it was kind of funny and now we're like all right we get the point you guys like don't people like are being video. <laughs> really mean and then you know i had just felt obligated to respond to one troll that had bible verses in his bio and then everyone started coming at me for like attacking religion. And I'm like, that's what no, would Jesus the point, do? Guys? The, point, <laughs> the point was that he like said something mean on our Instagram account, yet he has like a Bible verse in his bio. It's like a little a little hypocritical that you're like judging somebody when you're a Christian who's not supposed to judge other people. Anyways, that was like kind of what I took from that comment. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, just be kind to others, be kind to yourself, and that's the moral of today. I mean, we should take episode. our own advice because everyone thinks we're mean. <laughs> Listen, we're not mean. I love Pete Davidson, okay? I would have a great time having dinner with him, I'm sure. Still don't <laughs> think he needs to be going to the moon. Sorry. <laughs> I stand by that. I'm sure he's a great guy. I mean, people they no, yeah, talked highly like him. about him on the Kardashians and said he was really nice and funny. So I'm sure he's great. I think, yeah, whatever. We don't need to keep talking about this. Yeah. Anyways, this is the last time we'll address it. Um, I just felt the need to fill okay. everyone who actually listens in. So hope you yeah. guys enjoyed the All update. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Subscribe. 
Is that a thing? Do we say yeah. that? I don't know. You always <laughs> you always send the episode. Okay, subscribe to follow us, whatever the words are. Subscribe, um, share, follow, rate, review. Yeah. That's all of it. Let us know if you have any other ideas for podcast episode topics because I don't even know what we're talking about after this. Like we don't have anything planned. So cool. If you have any ideas, let us know. <laughs> we're really good at this. Okay. <laughs> okay see you next see Tuesday. You next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>